Alright, we we are recording now. God dang. Oh, they're making hefty noises. This is a big rich town. Oh no. Original version me, please. Uh-huh. I got it. I got I got you there. I got you there. Hey, if, if I don't hear Lauren Hill chords, you got to cut it off. Wow. All these lies they steady telling me. Before Obama, we had Eric B. That beat code. The 80s kingpins got to free them. That's crazy because this don't seem like a push of T beat. If no child's left, then really how can we leave them? You hold on to anything. Lauren Hill actually pulled up for this song? No, no, nah, nah, he flew out to her. Okay. He begged her. How was yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know she don't come Welcome to the Council of the Clutch, episode number 33. I'm your boy, Kyle. Today, I'm joined by Q. Hi. Wait, man. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Roy. Yeah. <laughs> SP. Dollar, dollar, dollar bill. Yo. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get started with uh, some college football, being that college football just started. Uh, officially, last night was the last game of the week. Oh, so we're not going to go over every score of every game of every conference. So we're just going to break down the AP preseason top 10. We're going to go ahead and start off with number one, Clemson. They defeated Georgia. Uh, well, sorry, Georgia Tech, 52-14. Number two, Alabama gave Duke a shellacking with the final score of 42-3. to, th- 42 to <laughs> how, how you spell shellacking? Uh, S-H-E-L-L-A-C-K-I-N-G. Oh, okay. Goddamn. Oh, okay. Goddamn. <laughs> Moving along, number three, Georgia beats Vanderbilt 30-6. Oklahoma outscores Houston 21-7 in the third quarter to win 49-31, and Jalen Hurts goes for 20 for 23 for 332 yards, passing with three touchdowns, passing and 176 yards, rushing with three rushing touchdowns also in his Oklahoma debut. I'm sorry, debut, debut, whatever they say officially. Um... My number five Ohio State Buckeyes got into a quick start, beating uh, Florida Atlantic 45-21. Dion, who is not here, uh, his LSU Tigers mollywhopped Georgia Southern 44-3. Uh, Michigan beat Middle Tennessee 40-21. Number eight Florida <laughs> beat Hughes Miami Hurricanes 24-20 in a game that came down to the last few drives. Uh, number nine. Won a, number nine Notre Dame won a sloppy game over Cincinnati last night, thirty-five to seventeen. And SP's number tens Tejas Longhorns smear Louisiana Tech forty-five fourteen. Now, do you have any takes on any of those games? I liked how our quarterback played. Ellinger he had a career high four touchdowns. Say my hour. I said my. Roy, yeah, Roy oh, just okay. unsupport black coaches at this point. Yeah, Texas didn't done me wrong. I actually got I got a little bet on Texas this week though. I think they can pull the uh the upset against LSU. Well, the the, the jury's still out on Herman. I say that this is the first time that he won uh opening day and it was three years here, this is third year. But I mean, I don't know, you might 
might want to hold your money on that one because we got eight new starters on defense and they're going to really get put to the test this week. But I'm hopeful. I don't like your energy. I might have to go back on that bet. <laughs> <laughs> the fan ain't rooting for it. Shoot. Um, none of these games were surprises for me, for real. Um, minus the, the OU game, I didn't think it was going to dominate like that. Uh, well, more so Jalen Hurts. That boy got yeah. He got hey, I was I was surprised by that. Buddy went with 300 yards passing, 170 rushing. 332, one, uh, 176, three yeah. touchdown-wise. Yeah, he had a day. I I wasn't really surprised because he's capable of it. I just didn't expect it to be as, as fluent as it was. Like, he had a, a bad snap, I think, and like two or three missed throws. But for the most part, Buddy was locked in. Yeah, I mean, so the thing with that, though, I can't really, you know, put him in a Heisman, you know, race this early just because it was against Houston. You got to, you know, you got to prove that against another team. But, I mean, hey. You play Houston, you Houston play? might be the best defense he going to face. Mm-hmm. He is in, the, what, the Big, Big 12? Know, Big 12, yeah. yeah. No Texas is going to be a tough game, but that's about it. Yeah, Red River. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, robbery's always well. I know my because Michigan trash, but anyway, wow. I don't know. yeah, I mean, hey, you ain't gonna say it to their face though. I would say it definitely to their face. <laughs> and then if somebody hit me, I'm like, dang, why you just didn't hit Ohio State like that? But, um, I thought I thought Michigan had the best coach in the Big Ten right now. No, no, that, no. He, I feel yeah, like he's yeah. a great. I no, he's he the best recruiter. coach in the Big I I feel like he's a great recruiter, but he's not that great of a coach. Take your fan goggles off. They're all. I'm not like you with the Spurs glasses on earlier. I don't don't understand how they're saying Kobe better than uh, Tim Duncan. Come on now. I don't even like Kobe. He better than Tim Duncan. But he not better than Tim Duncan. But I mean, (laughs) we I'm just saying. It's just it's all hype. If Tim Duncan was in one of those larger markets, what? No, if Tim Duncan was in a power forward. If Tom, yeah, if Tim Duncan was, was in another body, fundamental. yeah, he was it's, born hey, it's, in fundamental. You'd be a Hall of Famer too with all the shots Kobe took. Yeah, of course. I, I said that earlier. He's not the most efficient guy. So, all right. Well, I just wanted to make sure we was agreed on that part. Oh man, you already know I ain't giving Kobe no credit. Like, but, I mean, he ain't no, he ain't shit without Shaq anyway. But that's another topic. We'll leave that alone. Next week on the Council in the Clutch. But, um, <laughs> So, uh, we can move out NCAA and go to the NFL. Um, not too much going on. Zeke might sign this week. Uh, he's reporting to Dallas. Um, and then we got LaShawn McCoy, who was cut by the Bills. And did he officially sign with the Chiefs yet? Yeah. 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 One, year, one year deal. Four oh, yeah. Was that one year? Three one year, four, four mil? Like four that. mil, yeah. Right, what's y'all take on that? Solid pickup. Andy Reid. That's Reed. a good fit. I think, they, I think he drafted him, so. Yeah, he already they, that system. He know he ain't coming in confused and stuff like that. So it's gonna be a that'd be a good good piece if he work out and got a little bit left in the tank. Then Andy will be able to get that. That backfield gonna be crowded week week nine or ten. Nah, Who comes back week ten? Kareem Hunt. He uh, I'm saying around week Kareem ten. Hunt's in nah, Cleveland. Kareem Hunt with the Browns. Eh? Yeah, he in Cleveland. Oh, hold on, hold on. Who is it? Who got who got suspended? Kareem Hunt. He did. Kareem he ain't in, in Cleveland, though. Right, they they you're Right, you're right. Once somebody go to Cleveland, I disown them. So. Right. Damn. You're right, you're right. Damn, that's yeah. tough. It's tough. Yeah. That is tough. 
That's crazy. Wow, but they kind of repaired their they kind of repaired their backfield after that. They they picked up an old boy uh, Damian Williams. He used to play for the Dolphins. Yeah, and yeah, they got right. Carlos Hyde, right? I think they do got uh, Carlos Hyde. Oh, do they? Yeah, they picked him up in the trade, I believe. I thought he went to Houston. I was trying to draft him in the draft. Somebody took him. Nah, we ain't uh, you're right. He did go to Houston. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I thought yeah, I could have sworn he went to Houston. Yeah, you're right. I'm tripping. SP, you're supposed to know these things. Yeah, that's your squad, man. You need to know who you got. I didn't even see that in the news. Shady gonna go for twelve hundred this year. At it. Yeah, Carlos. Yeah, he in Houston. Oh, right, who y'all oh. think? Who y'all think? Who y'all think it's gonna the up and up. Zeke, if he played a whole year. That's who you think gonna lead the league. Yeah. Who, oh, who's gonna lead the league in rushing? Yeah. Uh, hopefully Zeke, because I got him in one of my fantasy leagues. But. Uh, hey, this is gonna sound crazy as a Cowboys fan. I hope Zeke missed like two games just so I can see Shannon Sharp go crazy. <laughs> How does that sound crazy, man? And I really, I just, I really don't want Zeke to play because I feel like the Cowboys don't value that man. I need them to see what I, what everybody else see that we're not going nowhere with Dak if we pay Dak forty million. They 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 value that man, bro. They, they just playing hardball. Yeah, they they hoping he gonna fold and he not. They pulling they pulling crazy. Up. They been pulling crazy PR stunts all damn summer long. Is he cool? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is nah, he cool? That, that was nah, that was blown out of proportion. I can't even let I can't no, let Jerry I, take the L. On I that saw one. it. No, no, I saw it. I saw the video. What made me. What made me like, all right, now, when the reporter was laughing so hard, I'm like, yo, it was not that funny, dog. Like, the reporter, uh, he had the Q hat on. He, he was too weak. I'm like, yo, it was not that funny. Not the Q hat. <laughs> he, 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 he was no. entirely too weak. No, I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> Shade. Um, so, any, uh, any other NFL news y'all want to talk about? Let's get a let's get a uh, early Super Bowl prediction. Where we at? Uh, Don't make me know near that Yeah, we know the Broncos ain't nowhere near it. Any anywhere, no any anybody but New England. SP, I don't know what you're talking about. What you mean? You just heard the man. We just picked up Carlos Hyde. We just got Larry Tunzel, and we just picked up Kenny Stills. What you saying? Hey, bro, you're not going to act like Kenny Steele's a game changer real quick. Yeah, like he that. really did. Yeah, he had a valuable piece to a wide receiver. You, cool. hey, you, 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 sounding, you sounding real unfanish right now. Yeah, he's trying to act like his uh, offensive line is amazing and they go keep Deshaun Watson on board. The whole line. Nah, but that was my that was my point of bringing up Tunzel, though, because he a left tackle. And is, if I'm not mistaken, that's going to be the most important position for him. It's five what of them. What, what about, hey, about, what about the other the other four? That don't mean that when somebody blitz the A gap. Yeah. <laughs> somebody coming up on the goddamn left side, what they gonna do? Yeah. Carlos Hyde pick it up. Okay. All right, all right. He a, he a buckout, but I ain't, I ain't gonna go. Fan back. goggle alert. <laughs> back, back to early predictions for the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm going to New Orleans and Kansas City. I hope Kansas City don't make it. Why not? Because man, Steph Curry just lost last year. I can't have a light skinned dude just for him. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's a <room. laughs> Patrick Mahomes joke. God dang, SP. This is Cal's conscious speaking. I don't really want light skinned people to be successful, but my wife, this is Cal's conscious speaking. I have a I have a light skinned wife. This is I had a basement joke, but I'm gonna chill. It's a sensitive Ooh. time. 
Oh, we're going to get to that later. Ha-ha. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anywho. Uh, Who you got, SP? Uh, Take the goggles off. I got the Titans and I got the Bears. What? The Titans? The Titans? Nah, I'm lying. Like, Let me I'm see. About say like, I'm about to say, you want some... <laughs> As much as I don't want to admit it, it'll probably be the Patriots, AFC. Uh, NFC is always, I feel like, a toss-up. You got to kind of wait until around week eight to get any type of viable prediction. Man, let's make a prediction. That's what we say early. My man gave a synopsis. Like, hey. all right, so <laughs> how about them Cowboys, then? Yeah, there you go. Good energy. Good energy. We needed that. Know. Me and Skip gonna be motherfucking. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with SP on this one. With my goggles on, I got the Cowboys and the Steelers. But uh, without the goggles, I'm going Saints Steelers. That should. Be, mm, that's. A, I'll take the Saints Steelers Super Bowl. What you? What you? How you? What you seeing in, in Pittsburgh this year without half they half their team from last year? Without without AB, um, this is gonna sound a little bad, but I feel like AB really, he one of them guys that when it's good is good, but when it's bad is bad. Sometimes that fresh start is needed as far as a locker room. So, you got a lot of young guys in Pittsburgh that's gonna be able to rally around something, and they still gonna have the defense to go with it. And they, I mean, if you watch the preseason, them boys looked alright in the preseason from the games I was watching. You know, little clips here and there. I feel like Ben gonna Ben gonna throw for forty five hundred five thousand yards. So that's gonna give you a chance, and then old buddy Connor, the backup or the running back, starting now. He's solid, and they got a good old line, so they can control the clock, and that's that's how you beat New England, control the clock and keep Brady off the field, so they're capable of it. Well, the, the deciding factor, I think, though, gonna be Juju. This is gonna be his first time in that spotlight where he's gonna be that one. Can he get he open? Catch, he gonna catch them double teams though. Yeah, and they don't got nobody. They got other receivers, but then he the one, so they're gonna have yeah. two on him. I don't see I don't see him being that successful because I don't know. I well we'll see. I I just say we'll see. I don't see him being that successful. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, All right. I'm I'm gonna just throw something out there. I'm gonna say Baltimore and Chicago. Okay. I, I think Chicago will sleeper pick if they can get a home game. If they can, yeah. If they if they can if they get can everything the together like they like they should they. The they offense ain't good enough, man. Cause defense is obviously there. Offensively, they it just they just got to get everything. Trubisky got to got to pull up. Hey, leaving the Madden, that boy Mike Vick two Yeah, he he nice on Madden. Is but, he? Uh, yeah, he, okay, fa- he running he, running twenty yards. I'm about to say kind of fat. Well, not kind of fast. He's pretty fast for a quarterback. So, but neither here nor there. If he him if they can get all their everything together, Allen Robinson at the receiver, get him back. In the groove like he was a couple years ago, and uh, I think the tight end is what Burton Trey Burton. I think. Yeah, that's him. Pretty, yeah, he pretty solid tight end, and buddy from Ant, uh, what Cohen and whoever the actual their running back is, I forgot the dude's name, but uh, they got pieces. They just gotta if they could score twenty one points a game, they'll be fine. Because defensively, I don't see them just giving up twenty eight thirty five points a game. They head coach of AFL guy, so I got faith in them boys. <laughs> Matt Nagy. All right, well, moving on from the NFL, we're going to bring it back to college real quick. And uh, we're going to talk about HBCU sports. Woo! 
except for HU. Yeah, <laughs> they're not technically HBCU sport anymore. They're HBCU, but they don't. They ain't. They, ain't they in the Big South now, so they don't claim y'all. They never claim us. What you mean? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> when they was with us, they ain't claim us. This is true. But we want to go ahead and pose a question about HBCU sports. Uh, Chris Bussard had a a nice rant a couple weeks back um, when the uh, Rich Paul rule came out, um, and he was pretty much saying like. If you want to do something about this, how about get a class of, you know, amazing black athletes and have them start going to HBCUs? And I want to pose a question to y'all. Like, one, what, what do y'all think is the issue with HBU, HBCU athletics kind of suffering in a sense compared to your PWI institutes and, uh, you know, the major colleges? And also, how can we fix the, I don't want to really say lack of quality in athletics, but... That's sort of kind of what it is. If you go to an HBCU game versus an actual, you know, ACC game, it's, it's night and day. So uh, what do y'all think, one, causes this problem, and two, how can we fix it? Nixon, I'll let you pop it off. Nah, nah, nah. Y'all, I'm just playing. Let me, you know what I mean? Nah, it's, um, the biggest problem to me, in my opinion, is just the perception of black college sports. And it goes back to something I've always talked about. Integration kind of killed black college sports a long time ago. When your Alabamas and your USC started recruiting black players, that's when you started to see the decline in HBCU sports. It still had a good run. A couple guys like the most, most recent that everybody would know would be Steve McNair. You know, he got drafted like the fourth, fourth pick or third pick from Alcorn State. But after like that, after the 90s, pretty much into the 2000s, you stopped seeing a lot of high draft picks from HBCU schools. You get one or two, but it was never as consistent as other, you know, PWI conferences. And now and over the time, it's it's a it's a gap in facilities and then just the the, the view of the whole school. I think the HBCU experience is big and it can help guys out. But when you when you got a guy from the hood and he going to take a visit to Alabama versus going to Alabama A&M, them folk at Alabama treat him like he family off rip. He go to Alabama A&M and they looking at him like, oh, why he here now? And that, that goes into the, the deciding factor of why guys don't want to stay at HBCUs. And I can use my own personal experience. I could go to NC State and see guys on the team. You know, they getting treated great. We at St. Aug on campus, and we got to fight just to get into financial aid. And I'm like, dog, we we the athletes here. We the ones helping bring some type of revenue to the school. But HBCUs tend to forget that athletics is a driving force behind a lot of these power conferences in schools. But they don't want to invest in the athletics. They want to try to go the other route and just stick with academics the whole time. Nicely said. Nice well, and I'm going to kind of piggyback right off of where you just left off. Um, we're talking about the schools not being aware of uh, the monetary value that having uh, good athletic programs can do for your university um, in its entirety. <clears throat> where I think that issue uh, lies as far as HBCUs now, clearly. This is all coming from hypothesis and proposal, being that uh, I went to a PWI. Um, but I think where that 
occurs is in the fact that not only the sports that are generating re- that revenue, mainly football and basketball, typically are majority African-American athletes participating in those sports. Um, but in addition to that, those two sports also generally carry along a stigma of those athletes being inadequate when it comes to academics or literacy. Um, and I think that the HBCUs internally uh, in, in their fight against those type of stigmas, they, they probably overemphasize academics in that regard to combat against those type of stigmas, which I could understand that. Um, but I'm with you. They got to, it's kind of like you gotta you gotta understand the rules of the game and play the game accordingly in order to win. Um, but of course, you also wanna you wanna keep those morals intact uh, as far as the academics. But uh, all the other points, huh? I was gonna say you you right on the head with that one because it's literally at HBCUs they look at athletes like it's an issue. You go to the mother, you know, another institution, PWIs. Oh, you play such and such. You know, we don't want to. They don't even have to go. They don't try to go out there away from all the time. But they're gonna make sure you situated. Far as at an HBCU, first thing they think about is, oh, you get this and oh, you get that. You already got all this. You don't need this. And we like, bro, we just here trying to help the school. Facts. I can I can only imagine the the difference between that is probably night and day. Uh, especially I can, if you factor in the guy who not only is, you know what I'm saying, performing on the field, court, et cetera, but also doing it academically, it probably is definitely night and day. I mean, I'm sure you, that person would get credit at HBCU, but I can only begin to express to you how some people were heralded as almost gods for accomplishing those type of feats. <laughs> yep, and and don't don't make good grades at an HBCU. They'll be quick to say, "Oh, it's because he played football or played basketball or run track." What? Oh man, that's <laughs> yo! Wow, I don't know what y'all got going on in Saint Aug, but that is not how they say it is. As far as because I, I like to look at myself as a solution based person, um, and I try to look forward as far as like what action can be taken to change things, not only. Uh, just pointing out that change needs to occur. Um, I think moving forward, the change, uh, kind of similar to our political uh, landscape here in our society, uh, has to start on the lower levels. Um, with that being said, I think it has to start um, at the AAU and high school level. Um, these coaches and um the people that are involved with the leadership of those organizations kind of need to start putting the bug in kids' ears or just just introducing the idea, those type of ideas to them that are outside of the box, per se, when you're talking about uh, attending a, a college um, based on mainly athletics. That's it. Yeah, uh, he ain't put a period at the end of your sentence. <laughs> can you can you hear a period? Period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not like not city city, city boy Sterling. <laughs> it'll, it'll be city boy Bill. Ah, touche. Yeah, yeah. 
You gotta give me about an hour. It's only nine twenty. Ah, <laughs> hurry up, guys. We don't want to be here for this. No. <laughs> uh, I'd say the number one. Well, my number one thought is always money. Obviously, we don't. They don't advertise the the monetary uh, assistance that these big schools give these individuals because legally they can't. But you got the cats is going to all these big schools. They, we all know what the, their backdoor dealings are with that. You're and saying that an NCAA school pays their athletes? How dare you, Quinn? No, no, the school does not pay, but the boosters may. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> but uh yeah that's i think that's a very very large uh reasoning behind athletes going to play at these at bamas and clemson's and, and stuff like that is because of those reasonings and you don't as like you said earlier roy you don't see a lot of cats going to the league out of hbcus so you in high school you number one recruit you're not thinking, hey, I'm going to go to HBCU because I'm trying to go to the league. You're thinking, I'm going to go to Bama. I'm going to go to one of these Power 5 schools and uh, get this exposure because HBCUs don't – they don't get the – they get it. It's, it's coming along more and more now, especially with social media and stuff like that. But overall, they don't get nearly as much exposure as as these uh, PWIs and these, and these bigger schools. So – Cats aren't thinking about going to come into the MEAC and playing football or basketball, stuff like that. Track is a little different because it's individual for the most part. And you can you can go pro and actually be successful and stuff like that. But as far as like basketball, football, and I don't really know about anything else. But um, it's just like I said, it's just it, I don't, the, the playing fields aren't even. And I mean that's just that just goes back to they got more money overall. Their facilities are better. Academics for the most part are probably a lot better, just because they got teachers and it's people helping you, and they got like five, six people trying to make sure that you get these grades that you got to get to get so you won't be ineligible. You don't never hear about big school cats being ineligible really academically for the most part, unless they get caught up in some cheating shit or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> they're ineligible because they cheat. Hey, but outside of that, just like straight up, they just won't eligible because of their grades. You don't never hear that. It's because they, everybody at that school makes sure that these athletes are good. HBCUs, you don't get that a lot because, like you saying, Roy, a lot of times they like, oh, well, you play, you play this sport, so we not, we not really going, we not pushing, I guess not pushing for you, or you think you're privileged, uh, you think you're privileged because you play a sport. So you think you're obligated to get this, that, and the third. And I don't know. I know Cal, he got more people on the team that he's been around just because football got more people. But I'm sure it's been situations where, where teachers have been on some dick shit towards mm, athletes because, <laughs> because they were because they were athletes, solely because they were athletes. And they, they just don't either don't like athletes or they just felt like, Oh, uh, you think you gonna you think you just gonna pass this class because you play football or because you play basketball or something like that, and just be going crazy. So I don't know. I just I think a part of it we do to ourselves because that's just with everything. But the other the main part is just monetary. If the playing fields was even, everything would be good. But it's gonna take 
somebody had to sacrifice that money and the potential to get it started. Yeah. That's all, that's all it's going to take is one one top five guy in the nation to be like, you know what? I'm going to go to North State or I'm going to go to uh, any other. I'm about to say any other <laughs> HBC. Yeah, don't, don't go to Norfolk State, but. Nah, they can come here. We good. That's nah. not the point. Nah, I mean. All right, I'm not getting to that. If, if they're considering going North State, St. Augustine is definitely on their radar. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell them go to St. Aug either. Hell, I wouldn't go back. But well, not the point. Anyway, it, it's going to take it's going to take that one person to go and make it. I think it'll take more than one though. I mean, I yeah, but it'll, it'll take more than one. I mean, yes, I'm saying it'll take one to go, and then one, then everybody starts seeing it, and then maybe another will go, then another, and it'll it'll build up, but it, it's going to start with one person. Yeah. What's your oh. thoughts, Kyle? Um, damn. Uh, I ain't gonna beat Sanaa. Uh, Sanaa. Um, I feel like it's gonna be everything. We need some some you know there. I, I I think we're beyond uh <laughs> calling schools HBCUs at this point. It's about education. Say no, I'm joking. No, uh, <laughs> no, no. I think uh, I think it's like uh, I think it's a couple things. I think one, the financial backing and the support staff is a big thing because if you go on a recruiting trip to an HBCU. Um, versus a, a power five school, those, those recruiting trips are going to be totally different. Um, you know, just from hearing things and you know, knowing people who actually went to those power five schools, it's a whole different ballgame when it comes to that support staff. Like he was talking about, like people they're helping you out, you actually get personalized tutors. It's not just okay, everybody go to study hall, we got a tutor helping out like 12 people because they have similar classes, right. Um, I also think when it comes down to it, though, that's something that you know once you get there. But I think when it comes to the the decision to go or not, I think it comes back ultimately down to the exposure. Like if most people, like most athletes, when we talk about the top notch athletes, most of them are going to school to go prof- to go pro. They're not really going to school for education. Mm-hmm. Now, some of them they go to school, and you know they will have you know they will take education serious because. That's what their family want them to do. But the, the, the majority of folks who go into those big D1 schools, their goal is to try to make it to the uh, NFL, uh, Major League Baseball, NBA, whatever it is. So I think the lack of exposure that you would have at a, a MEAC school or a SWAC school, that kind of turns you off in one. Because if I'm going to get an offer from you know, Clemson or South Carolina State, I'm going to go to Clemson just because of the name. Because even if, let's say, I transfer or something, it doesn't work out. At that point, oh, he went to Clemson. We're going to look out for him. You know, it's one of those type of situations where no matter what, you're going to be inside of that network, you know, of big Division One schools. So I think the biggest deterrent from an HBCU would be that exposure. And you're trying to go pro. So it's like, you know, do do your time at that big school and then, you know, see what see what the, uh, you know, the professional, you know, leagues have to offer at that point. Facts, facts. I think on top of that, me. One of the, the the way it's gonna change is gonna have to be a network. The biggest discrepancy between the two right now, financially wise, is the the exposure like we've talked about, but the the TV revenue or the TV setup, just the the distribution of the product. HBCU Sports was probably at its biggest, you know, late nineties, early two thousands, when you had BET blasting the games on Saturday afternoon. Hell, they had a black college football game had the band, it had the whole experience. The game itself is probably not, you know, on the field play, excuse me, might not be up to par, but the experience, you can sell the experience. 
So when you get into the side of that, if they could, somebody could create a network that would actually show HBCU sports, I feel like that would be what would push the push the games back to to somewhere of a competing standard where you could actually go get the recruits. Because BET tried it. BET tried it a couple years ago. It's also too that could help out a lot. Like you said, uh, getting that exposure on TV and just kids knowing that our, our games gonna be on TV, people are gonna see us. Would that help? Even if it is not help uh, recruiting those top fifty kids in the nation, that fifty through a hundred, a hundred through two hundred, those quality people are still going to the, or end up going to the league more than likely. Yeah, that will help recruit a lot of them, or even the cats that are, you know, I don't know whatever their ranking are, but they they'll go to these big schools and sit on the bench. Yep, for two or three years and might get a chance to start or might be like a special teams guy or something like that. But they're good players. They just decided they wanted to go to the big school. That's when they transferred, though. Yeah, they so, realized real quick and transferred. Yeah, so instead of even instead of even going, they can go to these HBCUs because they're seeing, like you said, they're they're getting the same, they're getting not the same exposure, but they're getting exposure. Just like these big, for the most part, like these big schools are, so they can still make it to the league. Let alone they're gonna go there and they're gonna shine in that spotlight compared to going to Alabama and being on damn kickoff. Or third string defensive back or something that you play a couple snaps a game, but but you primarily primarily special teams trying to make it. But yeah, uh, to kind of uh, piggyback on what Roy was talking about exposure, um, BET actually tried it. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was like a ratings thing or not. But BET was definitely trying to push um, HBCU football a couple years ago. I know it's playing the games. Um, BET not even the best network for that because we know who owns BET. You, you're right, but at the same time, I was kind of giving you a point of people are trying. Well, that's when that's when it was big, late '90s, early 2000s. BET had it no, on, but then they cut it. No, this is literally like a couple years ago. This was a couple years because I used to when I had Saturdays off, I used to just like watch like eight games in one time, and it will always be like BET showing like something from the swag. Like, y'all eight, heard that boy say ATV, right? Eight different no, TVs. I didn't say eight different TVs. Yeah. Sheesh, on, yeah. the ESPN app, <laughs> on, the, on the ESPN website, you can and, watch four games at one time. Y'all know Cal only carry around 60-inch TVs. Flex the... Anyway. Man. But but no, they used... And also ESPN, they play the games a lot on ESPN3. ESPN3, yeah. Like, yeah, they, 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 they three, but it's not... It's an ESPN3 production. I'm saying we need a network, not ESPN, but a rival too that literally plays black college sports year round and also it's too much to get into today creating the own conference leave the ncaa and become your own sport but i mean they low key, you said what they low key doing they low key doing that with the black national championship instead of uh instead of going to the playoffs going to the yeah because we uh we considered that and i don't know what happened who talked to who but we ended up drawing um odu and i was like all right let's just go ahead and like we consider not going to playoffs, but hey, whatever. But at the same oh. time, a lot of that Somebody. goes back to uh, where black folk put their money at. Yeah, I about to say somebody gonna have to back that because the it, it sound good and it's cool, but money wise, that ain't gonna work unless we we if we get we can get those big name Jay Zs and Diddies and those those type of cats to put this money into it to actually push this. It'll work. They could find somebody that that could run that, and they can actually do do well in that situation. But the money part is what, what's going to be needed. So we're gonna we would need them to to be able to back it <laughs> or to be able to fund it more so than anything. Money. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what everything boils down to. So 
this is the same situation. If the if the funds are there, everything else will fall into place. Yep, and that brings us to our next topic. Does the black community use its buying power in the wrong places? This is a clear time where if black folk put their money together, they could create something that could rival the NCAA versus any other thing in the world. Popeyes sold out of sandwiches. Not saying only black people bought the sandwiches, but if it weren't for black Twitter and other social media uh, affiliates, Popeyes wouldn't have sold as many sandwiches as they did. But when we saw lines and all this other stuff, who was waiting in line for this? Where was I ain't never, I ain't seen not one uh, Caucasian person buy a chicken sandwich. Didn't see one. I, and it sounds crazy. I actually went and typed it in. I typed in Popeyes on Twitter and looked at videos and I scrolled for about, about a good 20 minutes just looking to see if I could find some some non-dark-skinned folk uh, hey, on hey, the screen. Y'all, one of y'all answer that damn phone. It's Roy. It's Roy. Nah, my phone ain't ringing. All right. It ain't over here. Oh. SP got real quiet. No, SP's on mute. Oh. SP's been on mute the whole time because he caught himself laughing, I guess. And realized he went on mute. Mm-hmm. Nixon? <laughs> nah, I don't know who phone that was. It wasn't mine. <sighs> Whose phone is that? My phone on silent, so I know it ain't ringing. Silent don't mean it don't vibrate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nah, never mind. It's my phone then, because it's definitely, if it would vibrate. Hey, yo. I, can't, I can't tell if it's vibrating. I just had it sitting on the table. My bad. Get it off the table, man. You ain't, feel it, you ain't feel it vibrating on the table? Nah. I was, well, first off, you're not going to talk about me and body shame me just because you don't get all your meals. I get all my meals, actually. Thank you very much, sir. See, and that's the problem with black people. You spend your money in the wrong places. Exactly like the restaurants. You fat. No, no, I'm just joking. So my question is, do, do I keep that part in there? Huh? I said, my question is, do I keep that part in there? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I was about to say that was pretty funny. Yeah. But, uh, all right. <laughs> but continue, on. Nixon. Continue. Yeah. No, I'm done. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm, I'm, I'm Calvin <laughs> right now. Oh, man. So you're not going to speak. But guess what? I will allow you not to speak because guess what? We have other people that can keep the show moving. You know, since we're talking about economic, <laughs> since we're talking about economic buying power, I, I, I wonder what the statistics are on, let's say, little activities that allow you to spend less um, as far as your expenses like on a monthly basis, like cooking, et cetera. Like what percentage uh, of the of black homes cooks majority of their meals at home? Oh yeah, I know. I know it's less than fifty percent. Just like little stuff like that, because I feel like I feel like it's not necessarily the misuse of buying power. It's just the 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 ignorance of not knowing how to use it. Period. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Financial literacy. Right. Yeah, exactly. Overall, like a lot of people are very financial literate. Well, is it financial literate? Are you talking about that know about finances yeah. or don't know about? That know about finances. We're just going to go with financial literate. Okay. Sounds Financially good. literate. Yeah, financially so, literate. But overall. He got a college a, degree, y'all, just in case y'all was wondering. Overall, and I also have a job and I make a lot of money. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. He's swinging so, from the fences. Ooh. So, Cal, you told him to say that, huh? 
Hey man, ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Yeah, I like it. Good energy. But um, but yeah, overall, I would say more people don't aren't financially literate. So they, like you said, they they're out spending money on certain things where they could be investing or they could be putting their money into, I guess, different different avenues. But I mean, overall, one. I'm not here to tell anybody how to spend their money because it's their money. I it ain't got nothing to do with me overall. But oh yeah, he got paid, y'all. Money. He don't care how you spend your money no more. But hey, yo, it's beyond about telling people how to spend their money at this point, man. Yeah, once you but once in, you make it to the pay scale, you don't care no more. In the same token, though, we see that if we we were putting our money into certain things as a majority, how much that can sway what's going on. Like you said, the Popeye's chicken thing, we we did that. I don't, I don't care what nobody says. If we looking at the numbers, I'm 100% certain that we literally did that. So from that going to clothing or banking or uh, just anything, if, if we really, really, really got into it, we can really get some shit going on bringing back some Black Wall Street type stuff. That's, that's very possible, but like you said, cats. I mean, everybody, everybody's in 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 for their own themselves or family and stuff like that. Which I mean, it ain't it ain't bad. It's just it's just like it is what it is. See, I think that's what it kind of falls down to. Like we said, I'm not worried about how other people spend their money. Yeah, I think it's more so black people. We're not like a, I guess I say like a monolith. Like we're not, we don't all think and act alike. We don't all care about the same thing. Yeah. So it's gonna be hard to get everybody get everybody on the same page to do something. Yeah. It's not like back in the day where we were obviously the oppressed and it was like, all right, we gotta band together to do what we need to do. Now it's kinda like, you know, I wouldn't say crab in a barrel type mentality, but it's more so I you know, it ain't affecting me, so I'm good type thing. So yeah. I feel like it would be very difficult. But to answer Roy's question about um dang, what was the, how was the question posed? Do black folks spend their money in the right places? In the right place. Okay, okay, all right, cool. Yeah, so I, that's the thing. Like, what's right and what's wrong to individuals kind of... It's different for it, everybody. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's what I want to say. That's why I kind of went back to the... We're not we're not all one thinking and being. So, I mean, I can I can see someone saying no to that, um, but I can see someone saying yes to that also. But I feel like at the end of the day, it's just we all have different goals, and if we all get on the same page, yes, it is proven that we do have a lot of buying power and this whole Popeye's thing, you know, that was kind of a big thing. If you talk about like the numbers they were talking about, like was it like 30 something million in free advertising or something like that. Uh, 34, 37 or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah. So, I mean, if we go that crazy over some chicken and y'all saw what we did for Obama, yeah. it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like what we were talking about with the college football situation where we, if we all, if everybody, it would take one, not necessarily one person again, but it would take a small group of people to start doing something. And then for us, that's one thing that, that I, I could say we won't we won't do a lot of things because we don't know. Nobody wants to risk throwing some money at some, and it don't work out, then they take that L. So if we if somebody starts it and it starts moving and people see that and they're like, oh, it's, it's actually working. Then you'll start getting traction, traction, traction in a row. But nobody, I ain't gonna say nobody, but a lot of cats, they don't want to throw the money into something or start doing something because they don't want to fail and they don't, they don't want it to not work. You know what? It, you know what it really boils down to. 
and no joke, it all boils down to something being beneficial to you and that. <laughs> let's think about let's think about this. That chicken, if it was good, it was beneficial to your taste buds. This is true. It was good. Mm-hmm. Obama, oh, he's a black president. He's going to be beneficial to black folk, mm. right? So that was the mindset going into it. So most people aren't in the masses going to put their money into anything that's not really going to be beneficial As to I them say, personally. Anything that's not going to kick back to them positively, yeah. then it, it's like, uh, that's a risk I ain't necessarily trying to take. Okay, especially if you you chilling, everything good with life, and you're like, damn, I'm about to, I'm about to throw five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 into something to try to start something bigger than myself. And... That's also part of it because you you doing something as the trying to be the beginning person, but you're not doing it for you. You're doing it for the future, and a lot of people don't want to do that as well because the kickback isn't going to be for them per se. So yeah, that's a tough that's a tough question. Um, we are not experts on this subject. Nah, it's just so. you know, just <laughs> speaking. But you know that's it's life. It is. It kind of is what it is. We. You go about it as we go about it, and we we'll figure it out as we go along. You know, hey, and like we, like we always say on the show, or we have said in previous episodes, it's all love to support black business when the black business treats you right. But if not, come on, white man, I'm using your products too. Hey, hey, real quick, low key, I always seen well, I've always saw, especially over the last couple of years, like people that I know black folk that, that are like they have businesses doing stuff selling stuff like that always talking about like trying to get folk to buy this or to, like in, involve themselves in, in their whatever business is and you see it and it's like oh yeah I see it but once we started this podcast you really I, I really started to see it a lot more because it was I guess personal it's like <laughs> watching like seeing views and stuff like that and I'm like I got a, a thousand plus followers on Instagram. It's not a lot, but that's a thousand to some people that see that I have a podcast. And the views don't match up to our overall followership between all, what, six of us? Because y'all won't be on here talking about nothing. But uh, yeah, no. all right, you can find that you can find that out within the first sixty seconds and give me this listen. Right. Well, it's, it's, a, it's all it's all good. It's all good. I ain't I ain't tripping about it because I mean I'm I'm having a good time doing it stuff like that. And it's gonna it's gonna go when it's gonna go. But just overall, just like speaking on that point of it, you see it more when you when you're actually doing something. I was like, damn, that's crazy. But yeah, you you do bring it in perspective though. Yeah. You know what really brings it into perspective? And again, I keep telling SP, man, we gotta get these videos on YouTube, bro. The, the YouTube videos are are viewable for anyone, and for all the people that person came to me in my face said, "Oh yeah, y'all ain't on YouTube." Ah man, come on, put it on YouTube. I'll watch it, bro. We got like the first fifteen. At this point, we got the first like twenty two episodes up there, and anyone can see our views. No, oh, we we're not even getting five views, and like two of them are probably mine. <laughs> like just looking over it, so it's like people will tell you one thing to your face, and then. Not follow up on it, so yeah. you know I'm guilty, so I can't even laugh. Roy didn't even follow the page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Roy said, Roy said, man, I do follow the YouTube page. I was like, bro, no, you don't. I thought man, I did. I swear to God, I do. I got an email. Oh, Five seconds later, just follow the YouTube <laughs> page. Because look, when you brought it, yo, I know I did. When you brought it to my attention, I had to go check myself, and I'm like, damn, he right. I don't follow this motherfucker. I've been lying the whole time. But hey, shout out, shout out to Anchor and Spotify and Apple Music or Apple Podcasts for keeping us spinning. We speaking of anchor, we about to go pay some bills real quick. We'll be right back.
every time like that first time you hear when you walk in the kingdom of the pastor because the lord ain't built that church pastor built it with his money being greedy as hell nah excuse me folks but thanks anchor for the ad we appreciate you as usual um sorry grandmama i don't mean what i just said this first one yours truly brianna that's the, that's the tag name. Hey, it, it sounds kind of weird, but there you go. Wondrous woman, super you could be, captivating clappers. Will you marry me? Far across the sea. I see, I and she. Guess things are bigger in Texas. Quick quest, least Lexus. Perplexed, clappers have me in a peculiar proposition. Payment omission, dos dolores. Two player for that. It's just Rocky. Another hashtag that just sounds outrageous. But the clappers are amazing. I look to the east. I look to the west. Clapper contest. Who? She the best. Lame. I digress. Cheeks deserve high endorsement. Demigod what you claim. No, I'll need reinforcement. Guess I call on two dollar. People President Bill, not the one with the pill, but AKA Man of the Steel. Delightful devotion, clappers shimmy, slow motion, prescribed promotion, clappers warranting, extra lotion, thin. And that was the Clapper Report. Another uh, excellent addition to Clapper Report, SP. You do a swell job, my good sir. Hey, SP, yeah. I felt like I was back in high school. You know how they say read along? <laughs> I, I was I was I was, I was uh, searching along when SP said that. <laughs> SP said I was like, oh, oh, okay, okay. Nod and agree. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What is your dream career? You know, I asked myself that when I was a freshman in high school. Honestly, I didn't know what the hell I wanted to be. Wanted to be in the NFL. My first wrestling coach shut that dream down by giving the statistics of the, the players that actually make it to the NFL from high school. I think it was 7%, 6 <laughs> Something really low like that. Um, no, it's, it's actually 1%, dog. Yeah, I was about to say, I it's think one, it's a whole lot. It's like 1.5. Oh, yeah. It, it was something even, extreme, even though. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. i never forget it because the reason he did it because, like, half the team was going to quit. I mean, that sounds reasonable, right? We're at Phoebus. So, like, half the team was the football team, well, majority. Uh, and my man brought out them statistics. Now, granted, half of the people that were going to leave still left, but the other half, it, it, it changed their they tune a little bit. 
But uh, yeah, as far as careers, the way I went about choosing my career um, kind of stemmed from my background growing up in technology. Well, let me let me backtrack that. That was the proposed career originally was uh, computer engineering. Um, then I got to college, realized that I loved helping people, loved working with people, uh, also loved athletics. So I wanted to major in physical therapy. My school didn't have it, so I ended up uh, being coerced by my counselor uh, to study physical education. Then by the time I got into my senior year, started looking at those incomes of uh, educators and decided uh, the amount of people that I want to help in my life won't allow me to accumulate the resources needed with said given income. So went and got my MBA and uh, now here today I'm working for a utility company, helping the people. How did you guys come out um, as far as your proposed careers, your careers now, and uh, what does your dream career look like? Because mine, I, I still want to get into uh, consulting and project management. Um, like I said, just because I love helping people, uh, love helping people uh, reach their goals, find solutions out to problems. How about uh, Rory, what you got? Uh, no, nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> oh, definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely trying to fill the time up with that one. <laughs> Man, I, it's hard to say because I'm kind of living my career, like my, my dream job. I ain't, you know, I play football. I play arena football professionally. Um, The goal was always the NFL when I realized I could, I had a shot at it. Never really got a legit NFL shot, a couple workouts here and there, but nothing ever, you know, substantial out of college at least. And then the AFL call and here I am seven years later, still playing arena football. Um, But once I don't, I guess this is the, the first dream career because I knew it wouldn't last forever. So after this, I want to get into player development and, and mentoring, which the foundation, the second phase foundation, uh, y'all know how that rock quick plug you know um i think that's really that's really my passion as far as mentoring athletes and making sure guys understand that you can you can pursue sports as long as you want and and we can chase the dream and play make some money from it but it's going in and what's next like how are you going to fulfill that that thrill of playing a sport and like all y'all know you you know y'all boys stop playing wrestling or stop wrestling stop running track next thing you know y'all in the gym you know trying to reach fitness goals because that's all we know is competing against something. Thanks. Competition is the, the key word. Got to. Got to compete. So that's, you know, in my foundation, I feel like that's my, that's going to give me the niche that I'm going to need to compete as far as trying to help athletes, you know, prepare for life after sports. That'll be my my next dream job per se. And that's mainly because I, I I can do that anywhere. It doesn't have to be my own company. I could do it at a school, player development with the league or whatever. But why not create my own and then try to sell it to somebody? Oh, so your your ultimate goal is for you to sell your organization at end goal anyway? 
even if I don't sell the organization, the end goal will be to sell the 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 product. I want to create a curriculum okay. or you know or system and get that in place and sell that. I don't want to sell the foundation itself because I plan on doing a lot more than just mentoring athletes as far as in the community and helping out. But the the program I put together in the curriculum, yeah, that can be okay. Bought. No, I just had to I just had to make that clarification there because you know, in this in this business environment, that's that seems to be the uh, the end goal for a lot of small business owners is to build their business up far enough to where they've reached a level where they can't necessarily scale it. So they they look for those uh, people to buy them out the bigger the bigger companies. Yep, and that's. I mean that's good business to me. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, the only reason I'm 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 privy to that is because the the company that I first worked for when I moved to RTP, a uh, small tech company, their owner just he just sold uh, his majority stake in that joint and got like uh, somewhere around seven figures. Yeah, sound about right. Mm-hmm. It go crazy. Yeah. What about you, Cal? Yes. My dream job, uh, I was supposed to be the starting point guard for the Philadelphia 76ers, and Iverson was supposed to still be playing shooting guard. Um, but, <laughs> hey, I mean, you dream big as a man. You let Ben Simmons take your dream. He did, man. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he did. That, thus being my beef with Ben Simmons. So, no, I was joking. <laughs> but, no, um, I, I don't know. I, I still, to this day, don't actually have, like, a dream job. I just actually enjoy, like, problem solving uh, thinking outside the box and helping people. Um, the reason how I got into the career field that I'm in now um, actually stems from a situation like I was about, I was about like 12, 12, 11. And uh, I got my first computer. It was like a compact computer. And I kept having issues. And, you know, my mom used to have to keep calling like technical support. <laughs> and my mom ain't talking to nobody, so she'll hand me the phone. And I just realized every time we called in there, we were kind of doing the same to similar situation. So I just start thinking about, all right, if they had me do this, let me go. Instead of going right, let me go left. So that kind of, you know, started that itch of problem solving and trying to figure things out, try to reverse engineer whatever's going on. Um, you know, then I start taking stuff apart, like remote control cars. I took apart my PS2 because um, it wouldn't read a disc, and I fixed that. I, t- I, I took it apart with, like, a, a butcher knife and some bobby pins. Like, I didn't even have screwdrivers. So... That right there is, I knew I wanted to do something like that where it became like problem solving and, you know, thinking outside the box to fix things. I really don't have a dream job or dream career. I just enjoy, you know, being able to help people. And I like seeing results from me helping people. Very honorable career that would be. Well, what, what do you think that career looks like for you, uh, today like if you were to like what what would that job title be i don't even know starting point guard for the Phil- no. <laughs> starting point guard for the world champion philadelphia 76ers Hope the no, I'm joking. no i really don't know honestly like, i never really was the type to sit there and think about like that type of thing i was always like a here and now type person and i guess that sticks right now never really think about like career things i don't know I mean, unless you unless you aiming for something broad, it's fair. I feel like it's you're you're more advantageous to think in the manner you're that you're 
talking about. Oh, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like it's preferable for you to have a mindset that you uh, have just because of like our society and our environment constantly changing and you having to adapt to that in order to be successful. So Yeah, right. Q, what you got? Well, uh, initially growing up as a wee little lad, I wanted to be a meteorologist. That was my goal. I was going to be a weatherman. Not on TV, though. Just like behind the scenes because I can't be on TV. So Why you can't be on TV? That, that, because I just, nah, I, that, ain't, that ain't me. Come you, on now. You did it on the show? I had to. I had no choice. Kyle was going to kick me off the podcast. Mm. Yeah, true. Death row record, Kyle. <laughs> Wow. Okay. But nah, that was that was my that was my goal all the way through until about maybe like ninth, tenth grade when I actually started looking into colleges and stuff like that and realized oh, all of the meteorology meteorology schools were out Midwest West Coast. Out I, was like, nah. I was like, yeah, I ain't necessarily trying to do that. So then it was like, all right, uh, it, I didn't, really didn't have anything finishing out college, I mean, finishing out high school. And then it came time to actually start applying to college and stuff. And it's like, all right, what am I going to do? So I was like, ah, I like computers. I can do computer science. <sighs> that didn't work out at all well. So my next spot was, all right, I run track. I'm an athlete, so physical therapy. Uh, that started off. That was pretty cool initially. But uh, got a little more doctory than I wanted it to be. Well, then I was expecting it to be. So once I graduated, I was like, all right, now I need to figure out something to do. And like I said, my dream job was meteorology slash being basically Darrell Revis. But that also didn't work out because I stopped growing at 5'7". Uh, yeah, so college came and went, graduated, real life hit, had to find a job. So, my initial career path goal was going to be a firefighter. Cool. Say the, the world. Put some fires out. Get some cats out the trees. Respectable <laughs> job. Something I can do forever. So, some that's cool. Out the trees. Yeah. But that didn't also didn't work out. But that didn't work out, I believe, because I was supposed to get the job that I have now, which is working, at, uh, working for Dominion Energy. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. Overall, like my future, I don't know. We we'll see what happens. What's going along? Just keep on moving. Everything. I mean, keep on doing what I'm doing, and we'll see what goes from there. If I had it my way, I I would just make like ninety five thousand dollars lifting weights. (laughs) 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 If 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 it could work out like I wanted it to, I'd just like lift weights and make make YouTube videos or something, and make like ninety five thousand dollars and go to the gym and go home and that's it. But, you know, it's, you know, life don't work out that way. So it's all good. We'll just, uh, we'll keep on, keep on moving. Hopefully this podcast take off and, uh, I can be a professional. If Kyle ever tighten up and get us right, man. They say this is a big rich time. Yeah. Oh. And I just come from the <laughs> <laughs> 
it feel that just felt appropriate this morning. Yeah, that was that was my that's my my little spiel, I guess you would say, of uh, career jobs and stuff like that. But um, all of us at one point, we started somewhere with a career job, and it started in our childhood. So, kind of moving from career jobs, going back. What are some of you guys' uh, favorite TV shows all time? We doing one or we I mean, just you can name how many if you want. Currently I'm watching the Wayne's Brothers. Literally. Um <laughs> that's one of my favorite shows. Uh I gotta put Good Times up there. That's one of my favorite shows. And uh Supernatural. Those are my top three. Okay. Solid, solid. Supernatural been on for fourteen to fifteen thousand years. So Man, I've been co- committed to Supernatural that. for half my life. I'm about to say it's literally <laughs> it's been there half my life. That's Jeez. crazy. It's completely out of pocket. October's next month. Yeah. Final final season? Yeah, final season. Yeah. Season 15. Uh, $2? Well, if we talking childhood. I mean, it don't got to be childhood. I just, you know, most people's oh. favorite TV shows stem from their childhood. My, my favorite TV show is The Motherfucking like, Office. You seem like a yeah. friend, a friend uh, type of guy. Same, same it's true. Office, nigga. It, it is yeah, the office. Yo, the disrespect. <laughs> Yo. That's how I know you don't watch that show, bro. Because that shit ain't nothing like no damn Friends. It's it's Friends. It's know, Friends on pay-per-view. I've never watched either. I don't even think I've ever seen Friends. <laughs> Go ahead, man. The office. Uh, but, uh, oh, favorite. But that's honestly my favorite show of all time was Chappelle show. Hands down, but uh, the office is very nearly by the incy winciest centimeter close second than Dragon Ball Z. This explains the goal here. <laughs> super Saiyan, yeah. Super Saiyan SP. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna let you do that. I'm gonna let you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you, you, you could you could you could go back. We could debate it. Nah, I'm good. We 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 gonna move on from that. Nixon. Yeah, me. I like Steve show. Harvey. Um, oh, hold on for the fans. We talking the show or the talk show? The show, <laughs> the Steve Harvey show, Romeo and, and okay. Bullethead, and there we go. Yeah, yeah, not the talk show. And the disrespect. Um. Gina, yeah, I oh, Martin gotcha. Martin. As I got older, I appreciated it more. You know, I, as going back and watching the seasons over, I'm like, yeah, this is a hell of a show. And then Family Matters. That was them was my three. I can see you shimmy into that damn theme song. What? What? Already in this living room. Paul, 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 Paul. I can see you shimmy. Hold on, it's the Mister Red Condition. This day. All right, we not even, we, we just we not even we not even gonna get into that. We wow, just, I'm, this is okay, crazy. So for, uh, so so for me, for me, uh, I would definitely say favorite shows would be. It's even harder to find. Rugrats. <laughs> well, throw this man Power, away. Power Rangers and Dragon Ball Z. 
See, I wanted to say Rugrats, but I, I got I, kind of disappointed as it got as it grew. But I, 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 I know that that they are solely because I've literally, when they were well, DBZ wasn't on Netflix, but Power Rangers was on Netflix and uh, Rugrats was on Netflix, and I literally binge watched them all the way through. And I'm talking, I ain't talking about just Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I'm talking about every Power Rangers that's that was out from like. From the get go until like I think like 2015 or 2016 at some point, I literally took a summer and just watched them all the way through. So I know for a fact those three are my probably my favorite shows. And and a honorable mention is Psych. Psych is a good show. Psych was that was a hell of a show. What? Psych TV show called Psych came on a uh, USA. Psych. Yes, yeah. like psychic, but just the first part of the word. Yeah. That sounds like one of them Asian shows where they had the where they had the over the over uh the over audio. You know what I'm talking about, like Banza. Now he's giving yeah, it. Now he's giving it Asian it's no, shows. It's it, it's no Asian people in this yeah. show. All right, you ain't never seen you ain't never seen Banza, Rory. All right, yeah, you should be on Spike T- Spike TV. Spike TV. Nah, nah, y'all tripping. <laughs> <laughs> SP, right, I'm convinced uh, you're you know you're a different guy here, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we already know that different guy, though. Well, speaking of different guys, and uh, also he referenced it earlier, Dave Chappelle done dropped a, a special called Sticks and Sticks and Stones. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and play a little clip about it. Uh, he's talking about uh, Juicy Smollett, as he calls him. <laughs> what? <laughs> what they didn't understand is that we were supporting him with our silence. Because we understood that this nigga was clearly lying. (laughs) None of these details added up at all. He said he's walking down the street in Chicago and and, uh, white dudes come up to him and say, hey man, aren't you that faggot nigger from Empire? (laughs) Uh, Fuck, does that sound like how white people talk? No white people. They don't talk like that. Are you that faggot nigga from Empire? They would never say that. It sounds like something that I would say. <laughs> hey, chill. Hold on. Did we- Play the rest of Only if. Only I'm if. literally about to go since I watched it now just because I haven't seen it. Oh, you ain't seen it? I never. I, I oh, never seen oh, it. That's, that shit good TV, man. Q. Yeah, yeah I'm, like, I'm gonna go do that. I ain't, oh yeah, it's it's, a, it's pretty much the whole premise of it is to be as offensive as you can. Man. Just it's called he called his he was like, did y'all hear about the French actor Juicy Smollett? <laughs> and then he was like, he was an actor on Empire. And then, and then, then it went. He it. ran with the Juicy Smollett. The funniest funniest part for me was he was like, uh, he was like niggas was like pray for Juicy. <laughs> pray <laughs> for Juicy. Hey, about Juicy. Like, what happened to Juicy J? <laughs> pray for Juicy. Bro, but no, the, the whole what made oh, it worse is I had the damn. I had the captions on, and as soon as he said it, I looked, and I saw them two words, but I already knew who he was talking about. I was so weak. <laughs> Did y'all hear about the French actor, Juicy Smooth? He said, that sounded like something <laughs> I would say. <laughs> yeah. That, well, no, yeah. seriously, they really do. That, that's some, damn, that's funny. Yeah. It, 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 was, it, was, it was a good, it was a good uh, stand on there. Yeah. But the whole I point s- of it was to be. Yeah, because I've seen a lot of people, yeah. like, was talk, talking about like people that were upset about it and stuff like that, and I'm like, well, first of all, it's Dave Chappelle. What, what do you expect? Facts. Yeah. He is he, first of all, he's a comedian. Comedians are jo- jokers. They, they joke. They tell jokes to make people laugh. 
everybody can't get offended about everything. Motherfuckers need to chill out. Long as long as white people are not saying nigga, everything else is okay. He actually had a joke about it. I'm about to say. Yeah, he said uh he was like he was at Comedy Central. Uh the, the people who uh kind of make sure everything's good before they go out. Mm. You know I had an episode of South Park when they said shit. Yeah. yeah. And it was like you can't say it more yeah, than yeah, hundred yeah. or whatever times and they did it. Pretty much he said like the Q and A or whatever Q, whatever related it was, he was like, uh basically they had a they had a a, a skit where he said faggot. <laughs> and she was like, Oh no, David, you can't say faggot. And then he also had skits where he was out saying nigger, E-R. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, well, I can say nigger, though, but I can't say faggot. And then she was like, well, David, you're not gay. And he was like, I'm not a nigger either. So it was <laughs> like he actually had something kind of like that. Right. Like it, it, Yeah, it, it's a good – he put it together pretty well, man. I mean, that's what he do. Yeah. That's why, that's why he up there as one of the greater – Comedians. I don't want to say, you know, you're you 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 don't want to say he's he's a goat. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want you to, you know, I didn't want you to get upset. Go to singular, man. I'm just tired of y'all using that as a plural. So I I've never I was one. never a fan of the Chappelle show, but I'm definitely a fan of his stand ups lately. The the Did grab, you watch the Chappelle grab, show? I'm just not just didn't watch it like that. You said what? Grab the DVD of them shits, dog. You yeah. will not no, if, if you like that yeah. stand up, you will not regret what I'm saying. Just besides season, besides one season three, yeah, because he wasn't involved in season three. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 yeah. Really. I mean, you yeah. can watch you can watch it, but watch season one and two first, and then go into season three. Especially with, one, with, boy, that with shit the, is with an open mind. G, <laughs> all the R. Ke- all the R. Kelly skits. Ah, whoa, 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 no R. Kelly slander. The crazy part is, is, it's the same shit now that was going on now that he was talking about then, and that was like what, live. 04, 03? <laughs> Yeah, this, this so live. we were middle, like uh, we were in middle school when this shit was going on. Two. Yeah, so we were in middle school, and and now you can watch it now, and that R. Kelly skit up flow right perfectly with what's going on. But no bullshit, I knew I knew he was gonna be on one when he came out at the very beginning, and he was talking, and he was talking about uh, actors being finished. He was like, "Everybody's finished. Everybody's gonna be finished." I was like, "Oh shit, he about to go in." <laughs> no, he. he you know he was gonna be in his bag because he don't care. Nah, but bro, it won't even. I'm talking about like the last special that he did. In my opinion, it didn't come close to this one. Like he was way more original, Dave, in this one than the last one. Well, see the Netflix. Like to me, all the other three Netflix ones, it it seemed like he was more so just like trying to get back in the stand up. Yeah, like trying to like I. Right, I'm trying to. He's trying to fill out. I'm trying to fill out where I'm gonna go. Yeah. Because the rich, like Killing Me Softly and all those other ones, they were dope. Yeah. Like conceptually and everything. Like this one is kind of like Ooh, the other Netflix ones. Hey man. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the words used today, conceptually made you stop. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And but, this guy got a college education, yeah. a whole degree. Y'all educated? But... I'm, no, I'm talking. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about I'm you. Talking about you, Roy. Just the NBA. Nah, that's dirty. And you and you surprised at conception. I barely made it. Don't let them fool you. Man, football. Man. Football. football. You know, you know, St. Augustine don't have no type of academic. Shout sport. out to black, shout out to black you. college football, you. baby. Giving you a degree, giving you a chance. Dang, chill out, man. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> hey, man, I was academic, man. Me too. I was all CIAA and all American academic. He barely got by. Okay. Ah, <laughs> I mean, trying to be humble. Thank, okay. Thank you, Tudor. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> That's pretty good there. Who said that, Drake? He probably quoted it, yeah. but you know. <laughs> y'all, y'all, yeah, man, he need to chill out because he got all these people out here thinking he a goddamn philosopher Go. on Instagram. 
Oh yeah, when he go back and change his post. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to start doing. No, I'm just playing. That's lame. I would never. <laughs> I I knew nothing about whatever y'all talking about. He be going back and editing random posts and be putting quotables on there. Top. Trying to get the he trying to get in the in the in the wintertime uh, flow. Oh, he in right. his Rob Hill senior bag, huh? Yeah. I was just about to say that. Hey, <laughs> hey, side, side side note from all that. This nigga Zeke got a goddamn bull ring and two nose rings and one nose or one nostril. Oh, he different. Yeah, he's been gay, but let's I mean, he's a oh, guy. that's overall, hey, who had the best overall career sport? <laughs> hey, Roy, 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 you can't you can't say you can't say gay. You can't say gay. Roy, you're not gay. You can't say gay. I'm not a nigger either. <laughs> you didn't say nigger. <laughs> oh man. Hey, no, but for real though, uh, who do y'all think had the best uh career overall in sports individually? That's retired now or Ever. Over, in general? In history. Just in, man, you can say Jesse Owens if you would like to. Just who had the best individual athletic career? Oh, Rosa Parks, hands down. Athletic career? I'm just fucking with y'all, man. Don't mind him. Okay. That's cool. She played tennis for uh, Spellman. For real? Uh, nah, I'm lying. Oh. <laughs> look, at, look at me. <laughs> Dang, best athletic career. That's a tough one. I'm going to say Usain Bolt. Mm. Yeah. Reason why Com- compelling, is, very compelling. The reason why I would say that is he broke the world record easily without trying, and I'm still pissed off that I've never seen it look like he actually tried running. It's true. Um, true. and with track, I mean, that's all you gotta do: break one record and you good. But he consistently performed, got multiple gold medals. Um, and there's been no type of uh allegations or speculations or tests that's been failed. So I'm gonna have to give the best individual athlete. F, well, yeah, athlete ever to uh, Usain Bolt. Okay, I'm a. I don't know. I I, I don't have one specifically. I just throw out a couple of names. Michael Phelps. They asked for one, but you know, Ma- Michael Phelps <laughs> is one because just we already know what he's done. Even though I don't like him, Floyd Mayweather and Tom Brady. Individual? Indiv- I mean, his statistically, yes. Oh, Cal's about to be mad about this. Oh, okay, goddamn. Yeah, he's a, he's a- <laughs> That's all I can say on that one. Like, it's okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> Fucking Brady? That's what Cal just said in his head. Hey, man. Bro, throw that shit away. <laughs> Yo, I really get yeah. You know, we can't we can't overuse jokes. People get upset when we overuse jokes. Yeah, and, they, and then they, they leave they, the chat. They, so. Yeah. yeah. But that's because you need to work in the No, 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 we're not doing that. We're not going to, we can't talk about that? No, no. SP, who, 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 uh, what are your people? (laughs) (laughs) It probably comes as no surprise. Um, Larry Bird. Paul, Paul Pierce. (laughs) (laughs) I got the the fan goggles on, but they ain't on that type. Nah, but, uh. I got uh, John Bone Jones. Um, he's lost what? No, I don't think he lost. And you, no, he has lost once. 
um, in UFC. But I mean, shit, the man's beat anybody they put him like put in front of his face. If he could stay off the cocaine and acting crazy, I mean, he he probably had more money than uh, McGregor for real. Which I'm glad I brought that up though, because that's bullshit. He should have more money than that man. But I think the thing is. I'll give McGregor credit in the fact that he is more of a businessman and building a brand and creating other business ventures. Cause John Bone Jones is the he the he the number one undisputed, in my opinion, in that sport. And uh I gotta give it to my dog Jordan Burroughs, uh just off the strength that he done had such long term excellence um, on an international level with wrestling, and the, the black dude, yeah. yeah, and he he saw a lot of the peak of his success come during the the time of two of the golden boys, quote unquote, of my sport were coming up. So and he beat both of them in their peak. So like, I mean, it was not. There's nothing else. That man can't do. And I commend him. Tip my hat. True that. True that. Uh, Kyle Le'Veon. I started. Did you really? Oh, okay. I forgot. <laughs> we ain't going yet, Roy. <laughs> somebody, somebody ain't winning. Hey, man, we tired. <laughs> somebody ain't winning. Roy, Roy didn't go, man. Man, that's a tough one. But my, you know, fan goggles on, Tim Duncan. We don't need. We ain't ask you that. Yes, we ain't ask you about the fan goggles. No, nobody else fan. Nobody else fan goggles it like that. We we being realistic here. That was realistic. What do you mean? What? How? Wow. He's not even the best. The in his best sport. individual career. Tim Duncan. Tim motherfucking Duncan. Nah, I'm gonna go with Muhammad Ali. Um, and mine is kind of based off of a on the court, off the court thing. The things he was able to do was was impressive to me. You know, he was able to make change per se and get things going off the. I mean, not off the field, but outside the ring. And he kind of set the president for the black athlete in today's game, in my opinion. He said the what? I I was going to what, slide. What he said. Say what? Barack Obama was the what 44th he, what? What you say he said? The president. Barack Obama was the The, the president? president? Y'all knew the fuck I meant. <laughs> you niggas, man. That's what I'm talking about. A brother trying to do right, trying to give me. Oh, man. Hey, look, SP. Yo. SP, Roy, now see what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> Roy, finally see what I'm talking about when it be ganging up, man. But, but uh, continue on your... Uh, Eloquent uh, soliloquy on Muhammad Ali. I could vibe with Ali. You don't got nothing else? He <laughs> won't talk no more. You good? <laughs> yeah, I'm done with you guys. <laughs> uh, oh, that man said he said uh, the president. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, man. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Oh, man. He, he out here setting president. Oh, Y'all so. knew what I meant. It's getting late. <laughs> I was trying to get out of here before SP started tripping. <laughs> the clock is ticking. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm so saying, yo. <laughs> oh, man. I'm good on the show, man. Y'all good? I'm good. Hey, man, shout out to, um, not shout out, but let, we got to 
send a prayer for uh, the Bahamas, man. Them islands was getting beat up by that hurricane, and it, some of the some of the early photos that's coming back don't look too promising right now. Yeah, that's always tough, man. We it was actually a, a chill hurricane season, to my knowledge. Yeah, it? until just now. Thus, for overall thus yeah. far, but this one shit that hit at a Cat Five, yeah. and we all know what a Cat Five is outside of the president oh. of the United States, who doesn't know what it is, and. Said people have never seen a category five before. Well, you know, he's talking freaking hyperbole anyway. <sighs> it's going to be the biggest thing you've ever seen in your life. No, he's, it's not. he's retarded. He's just retarded. Hey, you can't say retarded. You're not retarded. He, he, he's, he's special. He's an interesting individual. Nevertheless, uh, y'all boys got anything else? Nah. Nope. I just want to say, I just want to say shout out to the Moors. Dion and Maya, they both set us up this week. So, in honor of them, I'm not going to be here. But uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in to another week. Council in Le Clutch. Uh, we appreciate all the love support, as we always say. And uh, I keep it keep it short this week. So, uh, tune in next week, see what we got. We got a couple, couple guests coming up. Maybe a little podcast collab with a set of individuals potentially we never we don't know yet but uh keep I'm not going to be here <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here like what is he talking oh. and we out <laughs> and I'm sorry I'm I'm all the way back in March somewhere god he <laughs> <laughs> came back let's be like oh 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 let's be on episode 12 <laughs> of the podcast now oh for we back well, yeah, man. And we obviously are tired. Um, so, uh, y'all, uh, yeah, y'all come back next week. Peace out.